evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Roofers and Shakers. What up, everyone? You are listening to Groovers and Shakers. I am your co-host, Aldo, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam 45s. This is episode 16. It's Sunday, March 31st. We are coming at you from Long Beach, California, every last Sunday of the month. On today's show, we will be having two guest sets, a Groovers and Shakers first. Adam and I will be stepping out to shine some light on other local DJs and artists. But before we get into that, let me bring my co-host in. What up, Adam? Yo, what's up, Aldo? Not much, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Feels good to be back for another episode. I'm excited to be part of the audience today since we have two guest sets today. That's right. Let's explain to the listeners how we ended up with two guests. Let's do it. You see, we had originally asked our first guest, Nat Rock, about being on the show because he's a DJ and an artist, and we always wanted to get some artists on here. So we asked him to come on the show, but had not heard back from him because he was in New Mexico collaborating on a project. So we then asked our boy Nicky Detroit if he would be down. Then when Nat Rock got back to us, he hit us up and we had already booked Nicky Detroit. But we also wanted to get him involved and not turn him down. So here we are. Here we are. All right, man. Enough talking. Is everyone ready to get into this? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Here we go. We have back-to-back sets of funk and soul amongst other sounds. Up first will be Nat Rock, followed by Nikki Detroit. So keep it locked on Groovers and Shakers, and let's get back to the music. Thank you. 
Radio.
Y'all please cut it. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. Ooh. Y'all please cut it. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. Ooh. Y'all please cut it. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. You are in tune to the sounds of Nat Rock on this March 2019 edition of Groovers and Shakers. We're going to get some insight into his mix and his artwork right now. Nat Rock is here joining us. Thanks again for that set. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. That was a really dope set containing a lot of classic samples. Are the samples something that you were specifically going for when you put your set together? Yeah, when I first started getting into uh, record collecting, it was I was introduced to the samples. Like that's what really uh, gravitated me towards records was um, hearing like a cool hip hop uh, original sample, you know. And definitely, that's what really inspired me. Like this is really cool, you know. Like I want to find these the foundation, you know. Yeah, and then definitely. when you hear them and you listen to them, you see that they're actually just really it's just really good music. Yeah, the hip hop uh, version is is dope, but. You know, you, you, you go back to the original, you see that it's, it's really good, potent music. It's kind of like you appreciate it more, right? You appreciate it yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just discover, yeah. you know, new artists and, you know, it's good to go back to the history. No, for sure. Well. Yeah. Were any of those songs samples of some of your favorite hip hop songs? Yeah, like some Farside samples. Yeah, like Farside, yeah. Tribe Called Quest samples in yeah, there. Yeah, that was the... Um, Quincy Jones, uh, Summertime in the City. That's a good one. It was one. a cover. There, That's yeah. a really dope sample. Yeah. Such a classic. I'm yeah. sure everyone recognized that one. Yep. Your set was very eclectic. You played a lot of funk, soul, jazz. You even played some folk rock, some psychedelic rock. Is eclectic music something that speaks to you? Eclectic music is very inspirational to my everything I do, like as far as artwork. You know, I, I, I hear the sounds and I'm making the same kind of expression through my art you know so music, music's like a big component to making in the art process absolutely are you always listening to music when you're doing art yes yeah when did you start getting into collecting records yeah when i first started uh, collecting records was in high school i um you know i was hitting the goodwills um my homies from uh, my crew triple seven crew they were you know they're a local wilmington graffiti crew hip-hop crew and um word Big ups to, to Wilmington and uh, shout out to any listeners in the Harbor area. Yeah, big ups uh, to the Triple Seven crew. They were the first ones I seen that were um, doing like DJing and collecting vinyl, and so I was exposed to that early on. They were mixing, and yeah, I was just seeing what they were doing, and I started trying to adapt to that. That's dope. Definitely. Do you still kick it with them and do gigs with them or anything like that? Yeah, hell yeah. Like uh, me and my boy. Um, my old school homie Izzard, that was like an OG record collector, and he shows me the ropes. Really, you know, he's show he's cool. always showing me samples or soul. For sure, or, it's always nice having friends like that, or just a community that shares music. It's nice to have that support, you know. Yeah, but uh, I want to switch it up. Let's switch it up and talk art. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, first off, uh, we've seen your work, and we got to say you get down. We're fans of your art. Yep. Um, with that said, can you tell us a little about your artistic background? 
Yeah, I've been doing art for most of my life. Uh, started really heavy with like graffiti back in the day, uh, graffiti art, doing murals around the, the neighborhood. My, my art's just based on culture. You say you started pretty young. Would you say art is something that's come natural to you? Yeah, like I was just exposed to it really early on. Mm-hmm. You know, my Instagram handle is all natural. And I use that as like, natural. A, like a as like a philosophy in my my own you know what I mean in my own right. So would you say that your admiration for art first started with graffiti and then eventually evolved into other mediums? Yeah, for sure. Like um, I always been into just creating art, but uh, graffiti definitely like excelled it and uh, elevated it as far as cultural wise. You know, like you're you're sharing your artwork with other you know peers and. You know, yeah. every, everyone's really open to it. You know, We see that in a lot of your work. You do a lot of mixed media stuff. Do you have a favorite medium to work with? Acrylic, spray paint. Yeah, I use everything like paper collage. Uh, anything I can get my hands on. I even find objects on the street. You know what I mean? Nice. Right, right, right. So how would you uh, describe your artistic style to the uh, listeners? I would say my artistic style is a mixture of um, Chicano, graffiti, um, hip-hop. Definitely hip-hop influence. Just real cultural, street culture, you know? Yeah, speaking of which, um, we do see a lot of references to Chicano culture, like you just mentioned, music, graffiti. Um, can you talk a little more about those subject matters and the themes of your work and how they relate to your work? Aldo's coming through with that hard-hitting journalism. <laughs> with the Chicano art, I, uh, I, I focused on a, a theme that was based on... Uh, old school Chicano photography, you know, like uh, photography that was from the 80s and 70s. And uh, it's about like a documentation process. Like we, we discover all these old pictures from our neighborhood. And okay. We try that sounds to, really we, cool. We try to bring it back to life, you know what I mean? Right, right. No, definitely. You know, basically the way we feel is, you know, you got to keep a lot of that culture alive because, you know, mm-hmm. it's in a way it's our duty, you know, and you being an artist and doing that, you know, we give you props, you know, for doing that, you know, and oh, shining yeah. light on that and just yeah. keeping that alive, you know? So we appreciate that. Yeah, I just I just try to keep like anything that's uh, real street influenced or that comes from like a whatever's around you, you know. Definitely, definitely. Who are some of the artists that have inspired your work, whether it's directly or indirectly? Mostly a lot of uh, you know my older homies and shit, right? Crew, as far as music, graffiti art, uh, painting, murals, uh, just you know, like my homies like Dread. Triple Seven, Izzer, Triple Seven, Auto, a lot of the old school cats. Um, so they all do different kinds of art. Yeah, they all do like or involved with involved the art with music, graffiti art, murals. But um, you know, I study a lot. I study a lot of art history as well. That's dope, man. That's one of my favorite subjects. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see that you do a lot of collaborative pieces with other artists. Can you tell us a little? about some of your favorite projects that you collaborated on? Me and my little sister, we do a lot of collaborations. Pretty much like based on like the Chicana style. Right. Um, I think that's one of my favorite ones because it's, what, what it's does family she do? based, you know? What does she do as far as like, you know? She's a really, uh, well, she's a really great uh, fine painter, like a fine artist. You know? Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. She does Keeping all, it in the family. She does oil painting. Nice. Yeah. It's that's really, dope. it's like re- photorealistic portraiture, you know? Okay. So I do all the background It'll be like mixed media mixed with her uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. portraiture. For sure, for sure. So it complements each other like yeah. that. You know? Yeah, that's dope, man. Where can people currently see your work displayed? 
we're part of this exhibit in New Mexico, uh, Albuquerque. Okay. That the National History Cultural Center, the National Hispanic Cultural Center. You have a couple pieces up there? Yeah, we have two pieces up there, yeah. How did you get hooked up with them? We got we got hit up. Yeah. Like emailed or something. Yeah. So So they reached out to you. I think our art just kind of circulated through this whole uh, Nice. You know, the whole scene of Chicana or Chicano culture, mm-hmm. you know, the whole the art scene there. Are you going to have any uh, sh- upcoming shows as far as uh, art shows? We're just com- uh, creating a new body of work. Me and my little sister, we're working on a, a new series like of um, B-Girls, you know. Cause oh, that's dope. We've we done a lot of uh, paintings on uh, the whole Chicana style. Right, you know? right, right. And our whole our whole uh, style is like based on like homegirls. Like, so we're trying to like incorporate more of the culture in that, you know. That's dope, man. Nice. But, like a variety of culture. So we're trying to bring more of the hip-hop, B-girl style. Do you currently have any art for sale or can people commission you for work? Yeah, I have my, um, you know, I'm always making uh, new pieces. Uh, I'm working on this series where it's, uh, I paint roses okay. on top of uh, song lyrics. Nice. They're usually like uh, oldie tracks. Like I have requests, like you can ask for uh, a song lyric, you okay. know, yeah, yeah, songs, yeah. the whole passage and I just, all right, I'll hook it up. That's yeah. tight. And how can people reach out to you to get something like that done? Uh, Instagram usually works best. Uh, all natural seven seven seven. Don't sleep on that. Well, we appreciate you again. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, appreciate you, Nat Rock, coming through, oh, yeah, doing a, a guest set. You know, playing some records, and then you know, talking some art. Yeah. Uh, definitely, just want to thank you for coming through, man, and sharing your story with us. Oh yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's switch it up and bring our uh, second guest in. Let's do it now, Adam. Our next guest, we met at Jive Ash Fridays. Yes, we did. Yeah, man. He was actually our guest there last December, and we hit it off so well that I had to get him on the show. But not only is he a cool dude, he's actually pretty dope on the wheels of steel. You don't need to tell me. I've seen him before. So we had to get him here, dog. That's right. We just had to work out the schedule, you know, because of previous guests, but I'm glad he's here to drop a set today. So everyone... Give it up for Nikki Detroit. What up, Nikki? Yo, yo, yo. What's Mary Poppins, y'all? <laughs> What's up? What's good, man? How are you? Man, I can't complain. Everything is good, man. Good. Good vibes. It's good. We're happy to yeah. have you. Yeah, I'm man. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Can you tell the listeners where you're originally from and where you reside now? I'm originally from Michigan, and I, I live in L.A. Okay, so there's a lot of music history in Detroit. Birthplace of Motown, of course. So it's no wonder you're nice on the wheels of steel. Ah, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. So, what type of set are you going to be dropping for us today? I have no idea. You know, I was, I was really conflicted because I wanted to play like you know. I was told to bring some hip hop, some eighties, nineties hip hop, but I brought that, and I brought a little bit of soul and funk, and then I was thinking about some funk stuff, and I was like, "Yo, man!" I was like, "I want to play something that my mom would dig." You know, some stuff that she was into, and yeah, man, it's going to make it move like that. Just well, play a whole bunch of stuff. Well, we keep it pretty open, so you know you're more than welcome to do just yeah, rock man, your you, thing, man. You brought a lot of records too. You came prepared. He yeah, travels man. light. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he brought some heavy light, artillery man. today. I'm a novelty. I'm a novelty. <laughs> Yo, what, novelty with all these records. But that's man. how we do it here. Yeah, when you tell hey, when you tell Nikki Detroit to come drop a fucking guest set. Yo, he's gonna bring his whole record collection with him, you know? Yeah, hey. I'm thinking. I'm a thinker. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't wait to get into it. I'm actually ready to get into this set right now. What about you guys? Hell yeah. yeah. 
as we get ready for the next set, I want to thank our listeners, wherever you're listening from. Groovers and Shakers is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and MixCloud. So please rate and review our show where you can. Or just reach out to us and let us know what you think. We love hearing from you guys. That's right. Right now, we're going to kick off our second guest set of the afternoon. It's time to turn it up. This is Nikki Detroit. Let's do it. Me, I'm stolen property, kicking the flavor to society. Police be clocking me, but logically they got to be because they were taught the serious poetry will come from Socrates. But that ain't it. And 94, I'll kick the hit if I was in front of Shakespeare. I battle punk and take it. I'm not having it. Bust the narrative, I come to give. Listen, rap is something you do, hip hop is something you live. The difference is kids nowadays they got the video. Rappers don't need skills to build. 
so they don't really know. Hear me, yo. I'm four times on Arsenio. Got ten videos, but does that help me float? No. That's why when you come to the show, MCs act like they don't know. Cause they were too young to rock up in the disco. Frisco, disco, the disc is like an abisco. Chocolate chip cookie, don't do with me, rookie. I'm rocking beat 10 with death defying beat 10. I'm never squeaking. I'm always freaking when I'm speaking. Inside, I'm keeping a statement for policing. I'm down for peacing, but not turn the other cheek. This DJ, he gets down, mixing records while they go. Round and round, round we go Two years ago, a friend of mine And Flash is gonna rock your mind Welcome to the Terra Dome, the Terra Dome I wonder if I take you E-F-F-E-C-T A cool operator operating correctly But back in the days I knew rap would never die Too late, baby, bye Bye, and I watch it, boy, head, head, head Insane in the membrane Take the train, take the train M-E-T-H-O-T, man Hatton keeps on making it, Brooklyn keeps on taking it We keep coming back with more and more hits Party people, I came through the door I said it before two years ago Super ho, if my train goes off the track Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up Back, back, back to the grill again The grill again, friends How many MCs must get dissed Before somebody says don't with Chris Hey, ho Keep on moving, don't stop, no Body beats the biz Let's do the dance called the Pee-Wee Hey, Eric Sermon Hey, you, you Get off my cloud, go down, baby Go down, baby The gods must be crazy You ain't fresh, you ain't fresh I never let the mic magnetize me no more But it's fighting me, fighting me, inviting me to rhyme I can't hold it back, I'm looking for the line Taking off my coat, clearing my throat The rhyme will be kicking in till I hit my last note My rhyme remains a fine, all kind of ideas Self-esteem makes it seem like a thought took years to build But still say a rhyme after the next one Prepare, never scared, I'll just press one And you know that I'm the solo win So Eric B, make a clap to this Make a clap to this Make, make a clap, make a clap to this Make a make a clap to this. Make 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 a make a clap to this. I never let the mic magnetize me no more, but it's came in the door. I said it before. I never let the mic magnetize me no more, but it's fighting me, fighting me, inviting me to rhyme. I can't hold it back. I'm looking for the line, taking off my coat, clearing my throat. The rhyme will be kicking in till I hit my last note. My rhyme remains a fine, all kind of ideas. Self-esteem makes it seem like a thought took years to build. Came in the door. I said it before. I never let the mic magnetize me no more, but it's fighting me, fighting me, inviting me to rhyme. I can't hold it back. I'm looking for the line taking aim in the door I said it before I never let the mic magnetize me no more But it's fighting me, fighting me, inviting me to rhyme I can't hold it back I'm looking for the line Taking off my coat, clearing my throat The rhyme will be kicking in till I hit my last note My rhyme remains a fine, all kind of ideas Self-esteem makes it seem like a thought took years to build But still say a rhyme after the next one Prepare, never scared, I'll just press one And you know that I'm the solo win So Eric B, make a clap to this Clap your hands, 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 clap your
idol, the highest title, numero uno. I'm not a Puerto Rican, but I'm speaking so that you know. And understand, I got the gift of speech, and it's a lesson I preach. I talk sense condensed into the form of a poem. Full of knowledge from my toes to the top of my dome. I'm kinda young, but my tongue speaks maturity. Nothing for security. I get paid when my record is played, to put it short. I got it made. I got it made. Tongue speaks maturity. I'm not a child, I don't do nothing for security. I get paid when my record is played to put it short. I got it made, I got it made, I got it made. I'm outspoken, my language is broken into a slang, but it's just the dialect that I select when I hang. I play it cool, it's fooling is all, then I'm about just fooling with the girlies that's been busting it out. I'm special ed, and you can tell by the style that I use. I'm creatively superior, yo. I never lose, I never lost, cause I'm the boss, I never will, cause I'm still the champion. Cheap one won't lose until I choose, which I won't, cause I don't retreat. I run you over like a truck and leave you dead in the street. You're inviting me a tight to a battle. Why? I don't need your respect, cause I got it, may got it, may got it, may got it. I'm talented, yes, I'm gifted Never boosted, never shoplifted I got the cash, but money ain't nothing Make a million dollars every record that I cut And my name is Special Ed and I'm a super duper star Every other month I get a brand new car Got 20, that's plenty, yet I still want more Time to find a Honda Scooter's got 74 I got the riches to fulfill my needs Got land in the sand of the West Indies Even got a little island of my very own I got a frog, a dog with a solid gold bone And account to account the amount I spent Got a treaty with Tahiti cause I own a percent Got gear out where to every day Boutique from France to the USA And I make all the money from the rhymes I invent So it really doesn't matter how much I spent Because yo, I make fresh rhymes daily You burn me, really? Think just blink and I've made a million rhymes Just imagine if you blink a million times Damn I'd be paid I got it made I got it made I got it I'm 
Roofers and shakers, roofers and shakers.
Groovers, Groovers and Shakers.
Surely like this Approaching up a UMC is purely hypeness A fact So I mention it again and again It's not necessary Those who comprehend my message very clearly But not along the way of translucent Throw your hands up for the man's up Who sit invaders on my fruit basket To a casket Meaning done away See the flocks run away So as a UMC I ask myself Who could be the leaders Resembling the stars out of fall Well it's you Hajji And as I find the coolness in me At a whim who would freeze blue cheese Spin a 360 on a runway stop And hear many more than just one set You and I V R S A L Go on Cause we gave them all one thought to grow on My method is apparent I see clearly this world's transparent So I'll reach down deep Deliver salvation to the hands of the weak The meek, the mild Then tame the wild Cause that's how I'm styled The wizard of rhyme My symbol is AU And lame is turned gold So watch me shine through A new zoo review coming right at you And you and you Kim is coming through I grow on because my strength is that of two And rhymes of both The beat must be my crew A mental ingredients All of which is alarming Not harming Better said disarming It's I disarm you I neutralize your weaponry To make you more appropriate To deal with me And then I give you one to grow on
on this when you're feeling kind of small Grow on this to get through life all Grow on this to have fun for the creators Grew and grew and when the time came play the old flow short now we get to the port of authority You and I versus the majority Here's what we're looking at here at the count of three Let's hit it see cheer Control of your fate. Grow on this until you finally understand. Grew and grew, and now the boys are you, man. Go sit beside the shoreline, think about your woes. Read the whips and waves, identify your foes. Then realize in this instance of existence, there's great resistance to the minds that mix this. Yes, I've made things known, but then again, I'm on the down low. That's obvious because I'm at the show. That I rule on three planes of reality. Universally, mystically, conceptually. Then in due time, you may find that I'm living in the world of my design, and I give you one to grow on. Let it ooze out. 
Dan. Welcome back. You are tuned into Groovers and Shakers. I am your co-host Aldo, joined in the studio by my man Adam 45s. And you just heard a super dope set by our boy Nikki Detroit. Welcome yes. back, man. Hey, thank you for having me. That was fire, Nikki. Hey, thank you, man. I'm trying. I'm out here. That was tight. Fire. Appreciate fire the uh, technical aspects. Yeah. <laughs> you came out rocking doubles right out of the gate. Hey, man, that's what we got to do. That's a part there of you the go. thing. That's how it started, you know? Yep. Hey, Adam, I told you Nikki Detroit gets down. You don't need to tell me. I already know. <laughs> but now the Man, listeners you, know, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all. Yo, so, uh, Nikki, mm-hmm. um, when did you start DJing and what or who were some of your early influences? Okay. Well, I didn't really start DJing. I, I want to say oof, maybe I maybe started really getting focused like around 2003. Around okay. 2003, I got focused, and um, but I've always collected records. Right, my, come from a family where like my pops, he played, and my mother. The story of me is basically my pops taught me how to play music, and my mom taught me how to appreciate music. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I've always collected records, and matter of fact, the first records that I actually ever remember getting were Jackson Five records that were my mother's records. Was that one of them that you played in your set? As a matter of fact, that was one of them. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Great record. Yeah, man. It's one of my favorite Jackson 5 records. You mentioned your dad played instruments, so what did your dad play? He's a drummer. He's a drummer. That's the reason why I play drum. My pops. Who are some of your favorite drummers? Some of my favorite drummers. Ah, good question. One of Thank my favorite you. drummers are people that a lot of people don't really know about, per se, like a, like a Yogi Horton. Yogi Horton is a cat that like a lot of people wouldn't know, but he's played on numerous people that we listen to and know, like from Tom Tom Club to mm-hmm. Luther Vandross to okay. Talking Heads, you know, like That's what's up. he like yeah. you know he would, like sit in and play like drums for these. Definitely. Him, obviously Clyde Stubberfield, you of course. know, like you know the funky drummer, yeah, the funky drummer, and uh, you know. I even flip it and do something like a, a Stuart Copeland sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, or or wow, man, it's it's numerous, man. Tiki from Parliament, you know, I mean, it's a whole bunch yeah. of drummers. It goes continuously with like drummers that inspire me and whatnot. Definitely. Do you play in any bands at all, or? No, I play in a few bands. I, I played in a, a a really good reggae band called Bread of Israel. Okay. Actually, yeah, man. Yeah, look us up, man. Did you ever put anything out there? Recordings? As a matter of fact, we got some recordings out. Yeah, man. We are uh, doing it, man. Yeah, we got recordings out. Absolutely. Switching it back to uh, DJs. Any DJs that you admired while you know while you were growing up? While I was growing up, oh man, come on, Jam Master J. Okay, uh, yeah. without a doubt. Rest in peace. Uh, Right. And it's too many. It's too many DJs. I mean, like all of the cats because I grew up from the hip hop era. So like all yeah. of those cats, we talk about like 
DJ Scratch or right. like mm-hmm. uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. There you, you know, go. Yeah. These people Legends, are like man. Influences. What about MC? Since you talk about hip hop, who are some of your favorite MCs? Some of my fa- well, man, it, it changes because like all time favorite MC, without a doubt, Big Daddy Kane. Without a doubt, okay. he's always my favorite. But it's just so many new cats out that are like really dope that we don't know about. Like that are like new cats. Yo, huh? like I like Esoteric, man. You know, yeah. the dudes from Sarface. Okay, yeah. dope, man. I mean, like him. I like uh, this guy. That's um. He's called um, Your Old Droog. If you hear him, he sounds like Nas. Okay. But he's, you know, obviously he's not Nas. He had people confused so much that he's they thought that, that he was like, I was totally on the level. <laughs> and he has the voice too. He does the cadence yeah. like him. But it was just like he was on a level until people were thinking that that was Nas doing like uh, Alter Ego. Yeah. And oh. it was dope. Okay. He's dope. and Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah, man. And um, I'm going to say Black Thought. I it's agree. It's like one of the best rappers like ever i agree don't try to argue with that that's Man, right no, no, no top five without him so what's your uh what's your process for putting sets together do you make selections based on artists songs genres bpms gigs more like bpms it's just like you know like something that i think that would sound good together that's what that's what it's all yeah. about man you know what i mean i know you know yeah i always thought of it that way it's like something that would sound good my whole point is to basically not train wreck. That's basically mm-hmm. it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my aim to like not do that. So yeah, I'm trying definitely. to figure out like all of the things to like make that transition smooth. smooth. Yeah. yeah. Well, you ain't got to worry about much about that, dude. You're you're pretty skilled on the uh, decks. I'm so trying, you know. man. I'm out here. Thank God. What uh? What makes you decide to play a particular record during one of your sets? And, you know, sometimes I feel the crowd. Per se, or you know, just you know, something that I just think that yo, that would sound good with that. So you're more, yeah. you're more about the blends, the mixes too, because you want it to sound clean. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's got to be clean. I hear you on that. Got to be clean. But. So, how important is building a relationship with the music you're playing? In other words, you know, is there an advantage to knowing your records? Mm. Hmm. Quick thing. When I first started DJ. I was just like, uh, I don't know, man. I, shout out to Beer Barons, my man Miguel Gomez. That's my brother. And he was the cat that put me up on game many years ago about DJing. He was like this. We were basically playing shows in Long Beach. And I was just, you know, I was just starting. Like I said, I was collecting records. So I would play records. And I would play a record. One to the end. And like my mom, basically, my mom's not a DJ. If she's out here listening, I'll <laughs> battle you if you like. Oh, I hope she's listening. Like, <laughs> Yo, but you know you can't take moms out, right? No, I would never, <laughs> nah, man. No, I can never do that. But like, you know, he was basically saying like, look, man, you know, when you're talking about the whole thing of like knowing your records or whatnot, right. he was basically yeah. saying in so many words, like, look, dude, if you really want to do this DJ thing, you want to do it or do you want to be corny? Like basically, <laughs> yeah. No, you want to be up. corny, listen just up. play your records. It's but true. if you want to like know what's going on, you like know your records, yep. know what you're doing, and like practice, man. It's like it's mm-hmm. like we had many times where we like would just sit and practice. I used to get mad at my hands for not knowing how to do certain things and like getting mad at records and that's the whole thing about that's the passion of it to me. You know? Yeah, but eventually you get it, huh? Oh yeah, man. Because it's like you know, yeah, you got to. 
You got it. Is this? How long do you think it took you to get to the point where you thought you could go out and DJ out? I kind of got forced out. Man. Yeah, you know, I kind of got forced out. It was just like we we're all these cats. I was around DJs that were really doing it, so they were like, you know, so I had to be out there with them and yeah. So they put you on. Huh? Had to put me on, man. Okay. I got to give shout out to DJ Able too. You know, what I okay. Mean? These cats like cats are very influential and very. You know, they made sure that we we did that. Oh Correctly. yeah. So earlier you uh, made some reference about you know being able to read the crowd. So with that said, how do you balance between giving the people what they want and treating them to something new when you're you know doing a set out live? Wow, man, that's just like one of those things where it's like it just has to happen, you know? Yeah. Like it's you got to play some stuff for yourself too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I try to always try to. It's all about trying to show people something new, you know. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm all about, you know. Like yeah. they, they'll usually get it. They'll get it. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. So, do you find anything that's challenging when it comes to DJing? Oh, it's always challenging. All of this is challenging, man, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but like, I mean, just like hearing the music or just like getting the vibe or energy. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure, man. You mentioned to me earlier that you've seen a lot of classic artists or Absolutely. well-known artists live. Thanks to so my mother. Talk about some of those shows. Who are some legendary artists or or any shows that you've been to? I can't even say this without mentioning my mother, who took me to like all the shows that I mean, like I'm telling you, I've seen everybody. Mike, I've seen Prince, mm. and Rick J. At their Ooh. prime, at their Ooh. prime, like you know, I've Damn. seen them. I've seen that's crazy like, right there. And I mean, I, I I grew up in the beginning of the like the not the beginning of hip hop era, but like <laughs> the um the era that eighties. I mean, like yeah, all right. the, any of the rap groups of the eighties. I pretty much seen them, with the exception of somebody like I never saw Slick Rick, and I never saw De La Soul. Okay, but um, I've seen practically everybody, and that's thanks to my mom. I said uh, first time I ever saw Run DMC. With my mother, you know, when I tell was that like? LL Cool J, she, I mean, my mother, my mother loved rap, man. Yeah. I mean, like, my first, like, um, that's what's I up. had her. Oh, I hope she's not listening, but I had, I had <laughs> hey, tell her to tune in. Don't worry, this is gonna be recorded, <laughs> so she can tune anyway. in. She's Don't even trip on that, she's gonna hear it anyway. <laughs> but I had a, um, like, this is years ago, but she, like, she had the Run DMC first album. I mean, like, the first Run DMC records, she had those. You want to hear a cool story? I can tell you the first time I saw. The first time I saw Eric B and Rakim in Public Enemy. Now this okay. story, if you want to talk about like, let's stories, hear it. Yeah, let's do. This it. was crazy. This was in 1987. It was the Def Jam tour. Okay, in Detroit, Michigan. I think I went to. This was at the Joe Louis Arena, and um, I was. Oh, was I 14? Saw them. Okay, now the first time I saw, they, mind you, when. Public Enemy and Eric B and Rock Kemp, they didn't have albums out. They, they, they just had singles out at this point. Okay. This had to be like, this had to be 87. Okay. 1987. So, just mind you, we didn't know who they are. We just like uh-huh. maybe heard their 12 inches. We might have heard, right. like, we might have heard Eric B is president or something like that or whatever. Yeah. And um, I get to Eric B and Rock Kemp first because Public Enemy is way more like, Whoa, shit. That shit must have been wild. It was insane. <laughs> it was insane. But like the first time that I saw Eric B. and Rakim, it was like, they maybe had two or three songs out. And all I remember is like, they had the turntable riser and they had the tables. And Rakim was standing 
on the turntables. Oh shit! He was standing on the turntables. What the hands fuck? Out. He had a feel of sweatsuit on and shit with the beepers on there. He had the beepers and shit. Yep. It's insane, man. Yeah, they I'll came fast out raw. Forward. It was they rocked it, man. But I'm okay. Fast forward the first time that the world saw Public Enemy. Like I mean, especially in Detroit, it's the first time that anybody ever saw Public Enemy. Yeah, Public Enemy came out like with first to come out with Griff, and then they come out with the S1Ws coming out with these guns yeah <laughs> nobody ever saw that they oh, never no. saw that before so it was like insane man it like yeah it was like the whole crowd was like completely shook man and they rocked it man and yeah. i'll never forget that man and and wow yeah that was dope, That's dope. Man, yeah that dope. i'm sure that must have made an impression on you you know and here, here's another one if we're talking like shows or whatnot yeah i don't know if you catch it did you guys see straight out of cop then yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, yeah, you've seen yeah. that. Okay, now, got a crazy story about Let's hear Straight Outta Compton. <laughs> all right, and I'll even get into real life and go back to, back in time and all of that. Now, like, when they started filming the movie Straight Outta Compton, this was maybe about, what was it, like four or four years ago, something like that. Uh-huh. I was living in L.A., like, right by Lamert Park, literally, and that's where they did a lot of filming at. Okay. Yeah. Okay? So, um... Somehow, uh, my roommate, he ended up being an extra in one of the scenes, and he asked me to come down to, um, you know, check it out and see if you can, you know, like, do a little work and, like, see if you can get in the scene or whatnot. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. So, all right, so they actually did this, the the concert scene was at the LA Sports Arena, I believe. Yeah. And, um... I'll go to the set, and the first thing I see is Detroit police cars. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So now, like, um, that's the scene. That's the scene where they do fuck the police, right? Absolutely. And they get picked <laughs> off the stage. Okay. Now here's where it gets fun, fellas. I was at that show. I was literally wow, that's a at legendary that particular show. show, and I was at okay. that show because it was. I can totally tell you who was there. It was NWA. They started the show off, and we were. No, mind you, when all of these, because we're talking about these cats now, yeah, and they're like icons now. But like when we saw them, they only had an album out or twelve inches, yeah, or like barely EPs. coming up, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we saw the whole police line tape and all of that, and we saw wow. the whole thing. It's crazy. And like at that particular show, it was NWA. If not, don't quote. Yeah, quote me. It was NWA. <laughs> Stetsasonic. Uh huh. Big Daddy Kane. Ice tea and it was public enemy show. And oh, like okay. and it was, they were there, the headliners. They were okay. totally the headliners. In real life, I just remember I remember it was a riot afterwards. Yeah. I do remember that. I don't remember the whole see, that's the thing about like movies and whatnot. I don't remember it being a big thing like them getting pulled off the okay, stage. Okay, okay. No, I don't remember all of that. Okay. And I was at that show. There I was go. totally yeah. at that show. So yeah, we're getting, I don't the, that. we're getting the facts right now, basically. That's right. Facts, man. I'm gonna hit you with the. I was there. I was. That's the real story. Appreciate you on that. All right, Nikki. Well, thanks for coming through. I wanted well, to know you, you did your thing. Your set hey. was dope. Now that you've done the set, what do you think of our little show here? Man, come on, man. Yeah, Let's hear it. Y'all already. Know. Let's hear it. I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it for the for the world, man. I Y'all think what you guys know. are doing is dope. I think you guys, what you guys are doing is dope, and yeah, we need to keep this going and. Without a doubt, man. I'm very, very, very comfortable to be here and the vibe Good. is right. And yeah, man, this that's is how we anybody. try to keep it. You got it. Yeah, man. So Appreciate that's what it, brother. You're doing. 
That's what you're doing, man. And that's what we're doing. Appreciate you. We're going to start wrapping up today's episode. So I want to thank both of our guests, Nat Rock and Nikki Detroit. Thank you both. Yeah, Nat hey, Rock. Can I give some shouts, man? Oh, do shouts. your thing. Yo, do your man, thing. I, got, I can't do this. Hey, check it out. By the way, tomorrow, what's the date? March, March 31st. Yes. We're going to be over at Roxanne's. Shout out to SoCal Soul Patrol. Those are cats that um, we're going to do something tomorrow yes. in Westside, Long Beach. And I got to give a shout out to my brother's Ghetto Palm Sounds, man. I'm, I'm the new member. I'm a new member there of the cats. Go. So it's my boys, right, Tico right, right. Chibi. Yeah, I can't even say Chibo. the names right now. Tiki Chibo, my man Animal. And there yeah. you go. What's that event called, though, real quick, Nikki? What's that event tomorrow that you're having? What's that it's called? It's called Sugar Shack. It's Sugar Shack, and we're gonna play um sixty soul. And that's that. Yeah, and it's gonna and we got a band there called the Wham Bam Bam, and they're really good, and it's a good vibe there, man. And come check it out. You said Rock Sands, right? Rock Sands, and Ooh, um, man. it's on Willow. It's in Willow. Well, excuse Warlow. me, Warlow and Orange. Warlow and Orange. Word. Good looking out. Now, Rock. Yeah. What you got? You got some shout outs too? Yeah, I got a couple of shout outs. Uh, let me get a shout out to my crew, Triple Seven crew. Big ups. Out of the Harbor area, Wilmington, yep. Long Beach. ICK. Shout out to the ICKs, Who Mob. And shout out to Harbor Soul, South Bay, you know, South Bay Soul Collectors. Nice. Soul Collectors out here in the, you know, the Harbor area, South Bay. And, uh, you know, Groovers and Shakers. You guys, appreciate y'all, you coming through. Y'all dope. Thank you. you, know yeah, man, thank, you thank you. Appreciate dope. it. Way dope. We'll also have links for these guys in our show description so you can stay in the loop with them. That's right. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to keep up with the latest Groovers and Shakers updates. That's at Groovers and Shakers on Instagram. Don't forget, you can always catch me and Julian, plus special guests rocking the decks at Jive Ass Fridays at the Stash. That's every last Friday of the month at the Stash Bar here in Long Beach. You can also find us on Instagram. That's at Jive Ass Fridays. Before we sign out, I want to give a shout out to our people at Uptown Boogie. I had a good time doing a guest set there earlier this month. Uh. They have such a cool group of DJs over there with deep records. Yep. The night has a good vibe that feels more like a session, which is similar to what we try to do here with Groovers and Shakers. That's right. So stop by there for a drink, kick back, and enjoy the music. That goes down the second Wednesday of the month at the Spin Lounge in Uptown Whittier. You can also find them on Instagram at uptownboogie.la. All right. Before we get out of here, Nikki Detroit has one last track he's going to close out the show with. Nikki, can you tell us what that track is, please? Oh, man. Well, we were talking about the kings of rap and all of That's that. Right. Why not, man? So I can't give a, I can't like not play Run DMC, man. That's there the you reason go. why I'm even playing records is because of Jam Master J, man. So. It kind of all came back full circle with their story about NWA and everything, you know? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Damn rap music. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so once again, thank you both for coming and sharing your stories with us. You see, Groovers and Shakers is not just about the music, although music is a big part of Groovers and Shakers. And it is important to us. Telling people's stories is just as important and how that is connected to music and anything else they do in their life. Groovers and Shakers is bigger than Adam and I, so we really appreciate you guys coming through and sharing your stories with us. Sure. Word. Yep. This was the first for us. So glad it worked out. Thank you to all the listeners out there in all parts of the world. We appreciate you for tuning in. We do the show for you and for the love of the music. And one last thing, I will be in Japan at the end of June, first week of July. Uh oh. So if you're a promoter or have a radio show or a oh, podcast, this guy a gig. So I'm looking for a couple of gigs while I'm out in Japan. With that said, thank you to everyone that tuned in. Peace out, and we will see you next month. Thank yes. you, everyone. Peace. Peace.